Todd for breakfast. Tastes of the Midwest. And uh, back with another edition of Tastes of the Midwest, talking to food producers from around the Midwest. Pretty self-explanatory. And a special guest in the studio with us this morning, we've got Rod in. Uh, Rod, uh, good morning. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks, Todd. Good to hear. All right. So we're here to talk meat um, because, uh, look, we are talking uh, Yanjit, Yanjit Farms. We are talking McDavy Butchers as well. We are talking meat. So, Rod, what got you into meat? Full long story, Todd. Yeah. But um, the landscape stuff really uh, got me into the into the meat side of it. I've been a food wholesaler for twenty years, delivering meat, milk, small goods all around the Midwest region. Got the opportunity to get out of town, get myself a little bit of dirt, and uh, it went from there. I guess I probably turned left when we probably should have turned yeah. right with the cropping <laughs> and everything else, and. Ended up going down the stock line. So that, that developed over a period of time too. It wasn't something that we sort of intended to go mm. out and just do straight off. So it was a matter of circumstance. You weren't actually pursuing it. Pretty much, yeah. Mm. I, the, the food story for me, being a food wholesaler, I've watched as, you know, we, we can't freeze our milk anymore. It comes out in little lumps. The bread used to go stale in a couple yeah. of days. And uh, a lot of our foods changed, I think. And um, so I was always pretty close to that. But the landscape stuff, I was pretty keen on too. I, um, I my hobbies are actually racehorses. I love yeah. love the gallopers. And uh, one day I went out and we were feeding one of ours with all the best food we could possibly buy. And I chucked a few others out in the big paddock, which hadn't been cropped for thirty years. There was scrub. 40 different types of plant species. Went up there one day and they were shining. Wow. They looked great. They weren't fat. They were really good. And then all of a sudden, you know, that nutritional value of your landscape and your health, healthier soil and things like that all started mm. to come into play. So it sort of all evolved and stemmed from there. Wow. Yeah, so plus being brought up in the country on the on the Murray River in Victoria, I watched a lot of water movement and flow. So when we bought the property, we started playing with the creek beds, slowing the water flow down, mm. trying to get a few plants back, and it was just been an evolution on now, I suppose, to the to the butcher shop. Wow, that's amazing. All right, we are talking to, to, to Rod. Uh, look, I'm sure we're going to be talking more agriculture uh, as well as uh, talking more livestock as well. So um, coming back to the meat side of things, um, when you made the choice to pursue uh, that endeavour, um, how did you? Th- what was your approach to start off with, and how has it changed to today? So, the, the approach we, we we got a bit of meat processed, and we sent it out to a few people, and we got a bit of feedback on it. Um, one of the early feedbacks we got was the meat was too dark, didn't look like it was going to last very long. Mm-hmm. Turned out to be the opposite; lasted longer on the shelf. Oh. Um, flavors were all coming back good, and and that was great. We were playing around, and we're still experimenting today. Um, but then. Um, Scott's got the Freemasons Hotel. Said, "Oh, the butcher shop sitting there. You know, we'll 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 take it on and open it up, and you just keep supplying the beef." So that's how it got started. It's evolved a bit from that space, but um, we started putting the cattle out. But one of the interesting parts was then connecting with a lot of other farmers around the place that were doing a bit of a regenerative style mm. thing. So uh, concentration on soil health, um, just general regeneration, uh, plant diversity all of these things, and thought, well, we'll, we'll run with that as a local product and, and put it out there. It's been reasonably well received. Yeah. So it's been like a, a collaborative uh, process with all the other farmers and all that from around the Midwest trying to maintain or bring back that soil 
and that rehydration that you've been talking about. So has it been a collaborative process where you guys kind of get together, have a bit of a chat and give each other a few ideas? Um, it, it's evolving out that way at the moment. There's mm. still a lot of work to be done in that space, but there was um, like there's not a handbook on how to yeah. fix the planet. So, um, and people are still got to pay back the banks each month, and you know that's getting harder to do with the interest rates going up, and the stock's got to do so much for them. But there's a being a food wholesaler, I've got a fairly strong understanding of the demands out of the food market these days, and you know it's trending towards that you know environmental, mm. the grass fed, soil health, where's it come from, all of those things. So we we sort of fell into that space, if you like. Mm. Um, we got a program up fixing a couple of uh, systems around the place that got a little bit of funding as well to get going. So to me, it just sort of all added up and just, yeah, yeah accidental wow. roll on, if you like. <laughs> well, it seems to be all working out, so uh, you're not doing too much wrong. So, all right, so getting back to the meat side of things, is there anything in particular that you are really proud of when it comes to uh, the meat that you put out there? Is there something that you put a little bit of a, a twist on or is there something that you've kind of you've stayed true to? The, Is there anything? Oh, look, I think a lot of the product that we produce off, say, our own property, Yanjit, um, we've been fairly consistent with that and how it goes. Being able to produce that 365 days a year mm. is a challenge, particularly with our temperature range. It goes from 47s in the <laughs> middle of summer to whatever. So I think um, the fact that we've managed to get a number of other suppliers to come in and, and latch on to a little bit, and I think if we can develop that up, I think it can produce a fairly good uh, label for the region or a, a philosophy from the region about the regeneration. Mm. So I think there's still a, a lack of understanding on how our landscape affects um, so much of our food production, our own health, and even the health out to the Indian Ocean and things like that. Mm. So... Look, we know there are a lot more people moving to regional Australia. We know there's a lot more people moving to the Midwest, uh, people just trying to find a different lifestyle or trying to find different opportunities. Um, for those who are perhaps interested in getting involved in your industry, what's some advice you, you would give them? Because I'm sure there's people look going into it thinking, ah, oh, no, a bit of like what to do, but obviously it's a, it's a much larger scope. Well, what advice would you give to those getting into your industry? Oof. To get in and get the food production going or, or just change into agriculture or, or, or produce the meat, I mean, it, it's a fairly diverse industry. Mm. There's a lot to understand. We've made a thousand mistakes along the way with how we've gone. So really, I think to just bounce off a few people that are in that space and get some good feedback that have been able to get the product out there or have got things moving because... Uh, uh, I went from being a food wholesaler to trying to manage some landscape, and yeah. I reckon I made uh, 99 of the first 98 well, mistakes yeah. you can make. I did a couple <laughs> twice. You know? Oh, jeez. So, but that, that's okay. That's yeah. the learning process yeah. and how you go through. And that's been the meat production too. We followed that all the way down to the abattoirs and watched some of it getting killed and understand what was going on and how it was going. Um, so yeah, I'd ask a, I'd ask a few more questions. We mm. just sort of dived in. Yeah, okay. Ask a few more questions. Nothing wrong, and nothing wrong, of course, with uh, with failure. Of course, it's how you learn. It's how you move forward. Uh, chatting to Rod, uh, Rod McDavy Butchers, Yanja Farms, of course, talking agriculture, uh, talking meat. Rod, is there uh, anything that I guess people would be surprised to know? Uh, when it comes to um, food produce within the Midwest, is there like a little, little, um, yeah, little something that people perhaps wouldn't know well, the, when I, it comes to it? There's a, there's probably a lot of hidden stuff. Um, 
a lot of the meat that's rolling through the Midwest, like some of it's coming down from the pastoral country, which mm. is completely organic. They're not, you know, they're not doing the chemical spread of yeah. stuff. So there's some pretty chem-free uh, product out there that's getting produced. A couple of the farmers are really looking very hard at their soil health and everything else that goes along with it. So they're moving with the times, and I guess food demand will increase that. Yeah. So that was part of our story as well. One could drive mm. the other. It's like a self-feeding loop. The other part is... You know, I was reading up this morning, actually, on, you know, they're still feeding urea and molasses to cattle to get them to condition and up and about. If you oh. give them too much, there's toxicity. So knowing where your food comes from and how it's getting produced, I think, is, is a key element. Mm. Do you think, because um, obviously it's very much a government-mandated thing in terms of knowing where your food comes from, all the different ingredients and all this and that, um, do you think they're doing well in that regard and letting people know where their food is coming from and, and what's in it? Or do you think, I mean, I don't know, it might be a touchy question to ask yourself, but, I mean, I suppose, can they do better? I think from where we've come from in general, Alana McTiernan um, put a lot of effort in and done a huge job in trying to bring uh, some knowledge to this space and understand what's going on, so landscape health. So she was really frontier work in that regard. If you take me back 10 years ago, um, what we were doing out there, I guess we would have been, I haven't got the dreadies, but I would have been classified yeah. as a hippie and it was quite <laughs> unacceptable as to what was going on. Yeah. Um, but I think we're getting asked a lot more questions. So there's a bit of a J curve into that space now and I think we're really starting to hit it. And Geraldton's got a very diverse population spread. We've got mm. you know, requirements for that type of food versus a high quality up the other end and uh, everything in the middle with a small population. So um, I'm starting to see that environmental quality, local thing is starting to shine through and get stronger all the time. Cool. All right. So that's definitely one aspect of the future. Mm. Um, what about you, yourself, your business? Um, where do you see its future? So let's let's go five years. Five years. For me um, personally, the, the landscape stuff's been quite captivating um, and some of the discussions that's been had um, some things on the Gascoigne River, the, the prawning populations dived up there um, and some conversations around soil health and productivity and then carbon discussions. So the environmental stuff's probably, I can see myself peeling off in that direction, yeah. uh, the way it's going. The food's been great and I still base the food as the ability to tell the story to mum and dad three days, three times a day that didn't understand where your food comes from and, and, and how it should come about. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, again, chatting to Rod, uh, Yanja Farms, Mick Davey Butchers, talking agriculture, uh, talking, yeah, a wide spectrum of, of subjects this morning. And Rod, really appreciate your time this morning. Um, if people want to find out more information, yeah, about agriculture, about what you're into, uh, which looks like very much, well, it is uh, the future of uh, food produce in the Midwest, whereabouts do they find that? Sure, contact through uh, Mick Davy Butcher. My daughter looks after the uh, the site there and, mm. and we're starting to answer a few questions on bits and pieces and get some visits and, mm. and uh, try and share as much information as we can. So we can. Yeah, so people definitely are more curious about where their food comes from, especially over at Mick Davy, like well, with meat in general, I suppose, people are being more with, curious. Yeah, with food in general, I think they're starting to understand more of it. I go back a few years and I, I tried getting a bit of local fish into a few of the pubs and restaurants around town. It really wasn't in their mm. in their sight. It was, but it's changed completely now. So it, it is trending quite strongly. And so I think it's the space to be in. Yeah. 
Brilliant. All right. So, um, yep, Mick Davy Butchers, uh, give it a Google. You'll find out more information all about it. Yanjit as well, yanjit.com.au uh, to see what Rod and the rest of the crew are up to now and into the future, of course. And it all does sound uh, quite legitimately very interesting, especially when you talk about uh, the regenerative aspect of agriculture, the rehydration as well. It does sound like an interesting space and probably a space where people will be quite surprised probably to see what does pop up from it, probably within the next five years or so. Yeah, we, um, we're still looking at a bit of product development and, mm. and where it can go from there and hopefully that can open a few doorways for uh, more local producers to head into this space. Brilliant. Well, Rod, thank you so much for your time and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Good on you, Todd. Thank you.